Michigan's new uh, safe storage law went into effect, and who knew so soon after going to effect it would come into play? Honestly, I was surprised. Uh, joining us now, David Layton. He is the Genesee County prosecutor in charge of this case over in Flint. Michael Tolbert, 44, facing multiple charges. We'll get what all those are. Um, a two-year-old, his two-year-old daughter, gets his gun and shoots herself in the face. Now, again, a two-year-old, a gun, they don't know. It's a toy. I don't. They don't know. Uh, let's say hello and good morning to David Layton. David, welcome to your morning wake-up. Hey, good morning, Mike. Is, was this surprising that it would happen this soon? This was, what, Valentine's Day this uh, this incident occurred? Yeah, sadly, it happened on Valentine's Day. The law went into effect just the day before. And wow. uh, that that night, actually, I got a call from my, my uh, on-call prosecutor who told me about the shooting. And, I mean, at first we didn't know what had happened. But once we pieced it all together... We determined that, in fact, the little girl had found the gun under a pillow on a bed where she was placed and shot herself in the head. It's just a terrible, terrible tragedy. Now, the first we want to say is, as far as we know, is the young lady still in the hospital and, and fighting for her life? Yeah, so last, last I was told, She's up at Hurley Medical Center, which is the city of Flint Hospital. Mm-hmm. She's in critical condition. The bullet went through her right eye, went out the back of her right <sighs> part of the skull. Uh, she's definitely going to lose the eye. There, mm-hmm. there, there may be some brain damage. That's unclear at this point. But frankly, I don't see how there can't be. Yeah. Uh, but as of uh, yesterday, when I was last told, she was fighting and in critical condition well miracles happen miracles happen what was the caliber of the gun um you know it's it was a smith and wesson revolver so i think it's a 38 uh, but i'm not positive about that but i suspect that's what it is and there was also a second uh semi-automatic pistol also a different caliber i think a nine millimeter under the same pillow and so, Michael Tolbert, 44, um, I I don't know of anything he has had to say, or even if that's uh, allowed out or anything like that. Um, and our viewer are allowed to even speak on it, but do we? what is his take on this? What has he said? Well, he drove the little girl to the hospital, and Flint Police found him there and talked with him under the Michigan Rules of Professional Conduct. Uh, prosecutors do not talk about what suspects slash defendants may or may not have said. But you can glean this from the public document, the the felony complaint that my office filed. Count nine is lying to a peace officer, violent crime investigation. So you can glean from that that some of the things that he said we believe were not true. Okay. And so this is the first, and hopefully of not a whole bunch, but uh, there it is, Michigan's gun safe storage. The safe storage law basically says you got to have a, a trigger guard. This is all kind of seems like basic stuff that I thought was already in place. 
David, what does the law say specifically about storage? So it says that if, if you have a, a minor on the premises, that you have to store your firearm either in a uh, locked box or container, or you have to unload it and put a trigger lock device on it. One of the two suffices. Uh, you have to know that the minor was uh, on your premises, and then you have to take those steps to safeguard the firearm from the minor. The whole idea here is to protect minors from these very types of incidents that in my county I've seen way too many of. I suspect down around Ingham County, uh, Prosecutor DeWayne has seen too many of those in, in your neck of the woods as well. Well, one is too many. So Absolutely. there's that. There's that. Moving forward, what does this look like? What has to happen? There'll be uh, obviously some sort of a, of a, I guess, a trial. First and foremost, we uh, prayers for this for this young lady. Her name is Sky. Uh, Sky McBride. There is a GoFundMe page. If you look it up, uh, I was surprised at how little money was in there last I checked, but that's neither here nor there. So moving forward, what's this look like, David? Well, as in any criminal prosecution in the state of Michigan, once the uh, defendant is charged, we have what's called a preliminary examination or a probable cause hearing where the prosecution puts witnesses on to show that there's probable cause the crime was committed and probable cause that the person accused committed the crime. If the district judge determines that there's probable cause, the case is bound over for trial in the circuit court. Along the way, there's obviously plea negotiations that take place. We look at every aspect of this defendant's life, see what the situation is. He's innocent until proven guilty. It's my obligation to try uh-huh. to present the evidence in a court to show that he's show the guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, but that's the course of any criminal case in the state of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, the young lady fights for her life. Uh, we've heard from, I believe, her aunt, uh, but not the mom, because the mom's probably very distraught. Um, and this is one of those things. Uh, let's say uh, miracles do happen. Let's hope. Let's pray. Uh, she survives. As you said, she loses her eye, maybe brain damage stuff, but can move on. But this is more than just one time. This whole family is going to relive this and is going to suffer through this. The young lady is going to suffer through this all her life, all of their lives. This will become that stick in the ground that, that defines the rest of your family. You know, and, and this is just one incident. And so uh, hopefully your office doesn't become real busy with these kinds of things, David. Uh, and well, hopefully Michael. it's, you know, unique. My goal, Mike, here is that as time passes and this law becomes more well-known to the public, that folks take the steps to safeguard their firearms, and we have fewer and fewer of these tragedies. I was reading just this week about an analogy to this, and that's the seatbelt law. When the seatbelt law came into play, you know, I'm old enough to remember we'd, we'd put our lap belt on, and some people oh, didn't yeah. put it on. But I remember when they were long, optional. <laughs> yeah, well, once you, once they put a law on the books that said it's not, it's no longer optional, folks started to buckle up. And that's what I'm hoping happens here, that as folks realize, hey, you got to safeguard your firearms when there's minors in the home, we're going to have more people doing it and less tragedy. And I would think it's a no-brainer. I mean... 
I've owned guns. I don't have one right now, but I've owned guns in the past. Shotguns, right, for hunting. But any gun owner responsible that I know, and I know many, it's a no-brainer that they store it safely. They, they store it where it needs to be and how it needs to be stored. It's unfortunately that you, it's an unfortunate that you have to have it spelled out this way for people to get. But we're always going to have those those fringe folks, I guess you'd call it. Um, David. Uh, well, uh, we'll keep track of this case and let you go. And uh, Genesee County Prosecutor David Layton, this is uh, is the rest of the country kind of uh, eyes on us watching how this works? Well, there's like 16 other states that have a similar law. But, yes, I mean, there's been a lot of interest in this particular case because, A, it's a two-year-old, it's a terrible tragedy, and, B, it's the first case in the state under this new law that just had taken effect. So the fact that it went into effect Tuesday and on Wednesday I had to file these charges, a lot of folks have paid attention to that. Well, and unfortunately, the day's not over today, David. I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, uh, you, you never know what your day's going to be like. Hey, uh, thank you so much for your time. We're up on time, but uh, thank you f- uh, for getting up with us this morning and being on uh, your morning wake-up. Yes, sir, Mike. Good being with you. All right, take care. David Layton, Genesee County Prosecutor. What an unfortunate case. I mean, just tragic. Now, tragic, well, it is tragic, but not, com- you know what I mean? Yeah, but- Pray for that young lady. That's that's the main thing here. Your morning wake up. Mike Austin here on 1320 WILS.